When Earthrealm is in danger of interdimensional invasion, three bumbling heroes and the French-born Chinese god of lightning and thunder will rise and engage in mortal combat. Is Christopher Lambert the Chinese god of thunder, a French guy, or an American guy who's been smoking too long? Hundreds of movies are released every year. Some are good. Some are great. And many of them are really, really bad. We seek out those rare gems that are so bad, they're actually good. At least when you watch them with friends. Sit back and laugh with us as we share our completely unqualified reviews of some of the worst films of our lifetimes. This is Bad Movies, Worst Reviews. Bad Movies, Worst Reviews. Bad Movies, Worst Reviews. Oh, yeah. Uh, welcome back to a very special edition of Bad Movies, Worst Reviews. I'm Nate, Johnny Cage. Outstanding. I'm Ben, Noob Cybot. Excellent. I'm Baraka. Just Baraka. Well done. I'm Bracken. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got producer Danny over here. Hey. Give your respect. Sonia. Sonia <laughs> Sonya Blade. So, uh, we, we just finished watching the first Mortal Kombat from 1995. Uh, we, we wanted to record it because the 2021 Mortal Kombat has just been released, and we thought that would be fun to, to talk about the origin story, but... Um, if you guys don't mind, before we get into the movie, I would like to talk a little bit about source material. Okay. Please do. <laughs> okay. So, um, I won't want to talk about this one too much, but, uh, back in 1990, 1991, a little game hit the arcades called Street Fighter 2. Um, Street Fighter 2 is one of the best, yeah. most popular video games, uh, to come out. And if, depending on who you ask, it kind of saved the arcade industry uh, with its popularity and bringing people back. So I was at the arcade playing it. Oh, Street yeah. Street Fighter I, 2. Uh, yeah, was, you, you lined up to yeah. play it. So yeah. I, I remember one time... I don't want to get too into Street Fighter 2 in case we watch Street Fighter right. the movie. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, we'll there, get to it. There was one time that uh, I was with my friend at 2 in the morning at a 7-Eleven playing Street Fighter 2 because there was no one. And a, and a cop came in. And they called my dad. Oh, nice. <laughs> my dad came and picked me up, and he didn't say a word the whole trip home. And I think that was worse than getting yelled at. <laughs> but uh, So Street Fighter Two comes out, and uh, to any listeners who have never played that game, or Bracken, uh, if, you've, if, you've seen, if you've seen the movie Wreck-It Ralph, you see Ken and Ryu, uh, mm-hmm. you doing like the the demo fighting because no one's playing and then the then it closes and they say hey let's go get a drink at tappers and right and uh zangief is also from i'm a bad guy but yeah, i'm not the yeah bad zangief guy. is uh <laughs> from, you know, from badanon he's also a character from street fighter 2 so following on the heels of street fighter 2's popularity you have mortal Kombat comes on the scene and it was it was different mm-hmm. from you know because uh street fighter 2 is very kind of cartoony um, they used new technology for this. They actually took actors and and took captured. pictures captured the movement of the actors who were doing the the moves, right? Yeah. So it looked better than anything you'd seen before. Yeah, it, it just looked way cooler, and it was very very gory. Um, you you had the fatalities. 
a yeah. special move at the end where uh, the scorpion takes his mask off and he's a skull and he burns him alive. Yeah. Somebody, Sub-Zero, I think, rips their head and spinal cord out of their body. Right. Um, it was an option you had if you won the fight and you did a special combo with your game gamepad, your joystick, whatever, then you could do this fatality. Yeah, so it was it was different. Um, it uh, introduced, I think, like the four buttons. Oh, uh, yeah. High, uh, well, Street like, Fighter had six it, buttons. Right. Uh, but it was it, high punch, high kick, yeah. low punch, low kick. So it, it was... Uh, it was, you know, it was, it was kind of a big deal. It's, it's also one of the most popular video games. Yep. Um, I had, I had one, two, and three on my Super Nintendo, and uh, since I was not super popular, like what uh, with, the, with the ladies, <laughs> my uh, my friends would come over and play it a lot till till they started getting interested in girls, and I would play it by myself. At <laughs> and, uh, so I, I'm pretty sure that this is the the <clears throat> game that created the ESRB, which is the game rating system. Yes, it is. Uh, for video games, so uh, where it's like rated M is the equivalent of like a rated R movie, and T yeah. for teen, you know, it had its own things. But this one was so violent this was and gory. The sa- this They're was like, the satanic panic of video yeah. games, and so they came up with the rating system. Yeah. And um, so if you've if you've ever if you've not played it, it's it's a game where you you fight another player in a three round situation, um, unless you win the first two. So the game is, uh, it's all on one screen. You know, the screen doesn't scroll. It's not an adventure. It's just a fight. So you pick your character, and you either play the computer, who is another character, or another player, and you do punches, kicks, little special moves, until that person, one person wins or loses. Or if you're home, you just mash buttons and yeah. piss off the people who actually knew how to play but yeah. could not compete with button mashing. You put you put one quarter up on the machine and show you're up. next. You know, you line it up so you're next. But but that's so I I bring that up. But that's the type of game it is. Mm-hmm. It has barely no story. No, it's just it's the opening screen is just a bunch of characters. Everybody picks the, which or the two guys pick which character you want and, and you fight. Yeah, there's and there's different board. There's different like uh, scenes mm-hmm. uh, locations, but it's. I mean, even in Street Fighter 2, like, you fly from place to place. Yeah. It's not even that, really, in this game. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's just... But that's it. So, yeah. that is what they based this movie on, is this game where you fight other characters. Um, and if you go all the way through, you fight all the characters, including, a, a, like, a clone of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then there's two bosses. And that's the whole game. And so, as you can imagine, this makes for a very, very rich movie-going experience. Yes. <laughs> I mean... Deep, I, deep story. I haven't played them all, but I, they're like on 12 or 13 of these it's games 11 now. is there's out a right bunch now. Of, yeah, yeah, so there's a bunch of them. I mean, they fleshed out the story, so there's like lore to it now, right. but back in 1995, it was very little, very light oh, yeah. on any story at all. There was like maybe two sentences like that would give a little bit of explanation as you went from round to round. Yeah, very little. And there's a little windscreen if you beat the game with the characters, like a little story, very right. small, like a paragraph or something. <laughs> yeah, that no one ever reads. Right. No one cared about that. It was... <laughs> so yeah. rich, rich lore to build upon <laughs> to <laughs> pitch to movie execs. Yeah, well, and unfortunately, like, uh, so we were talking a little bit, so there's usually seven or eight players that you can play. So Mortal Kombat 2 comes out, a couple players from the first one were dropped off to introduce new characters. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Mortal Kombat 3. That's about where I got off the train. Even though I've played the other ones, yeah. I'm not as familiar with them. 
So a lot of the, in my opinion, more fun characters are in two and three. So they're not in the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Kung Lao's a fun one. Yeah. Um, Nightwolf would have been fun in the movie. But, um, yeah. It, or the girl Goro. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Gora. Shiva. I think her name Gora is the Explorer. <laughs> Gora the Explorer. <laughs> Um, so does anyone anyone want to? <laughs> she hits you with her backpack. <laughs> There's a monkey that jumps out. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, so so just give you like the quick synopsis of this deep, deep, very complicated plot. So please listen carefully. <laughs> Can you do it in one breath? Yeah. <laughs> Go. So there are three characters. <laughs> so the Earth is going to be invaded by. Some other interdimensional... The Outworld. The out, Outworld. So we're the Earth Realm and Outworld are names. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and in order for these invaders to come into our realm, they have to win ten Mortal Kombat tournaments. Ten consecutive, consecutive Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. So And they've won nine. They've won nine. Yep. So you've got... Um, There's one per generation. Yeah, one every generation. So you've got... Uh, so you're introduced to uh, Liu Kang... He's the hero, I suppose. He's a former Shaolin monk. Former, former monk from the, the Temple of the Light, Temple of Light that's yeah. Angkor Wat, but really in China. <laughs> um, and you've got Johnny Cage, a movie, st- uh, martial artist, movie star, yeah. uh, kind of channeling a Tom Cruise vibe. Yeah, I mean, in the yeah. game, he was modeled after Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. He was intended to be Jean-Claude Van Damme. Right. He's, he, in the game and in the right. movie, he's got sunglasses, yeah. and he's, he's kind of suave, larger than life. Yeah. And then you've got Sonya Blade, a special ops person who's hunting Kano, who's also a character in the game, um, who... Killed her partner, I Killed her partner, I and, I, and lures yeah. her onto the the dead pirate ship or whatever that takes <laughs> right. them that takes them to it's the, it's the black pearl the yeah. not at all suspicious <laughs> not at all suspicious like at the dock chinese, chinese version of the black pearl yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> takes them to this island where they have to fight in mortal Kombat. yeah um oh you know you forgot to say that the way that johnny cage got there is because his sensei <laughs> slash manager said hey everyone thinks <laughs> Wait, you're just an actor, but you want to prove that you're real. Hey, there's this tournament you can win, and it's called Mortal Kombat. And yeah. hey, if you win it, everyone will know you're a real. Yeah, everyone will know you're, you're a real, a martial real arts. boy. And if not, you die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I didn't want to get too deep into it. I was just yeah, yeah, a big that's fine. You're right. Yeah. So so these, so you got these three characters, four if you count Kano, right. from the game that are going on this trip. And then occasionally pops in Raiden, mm-hmm. uh, the God of Thunder, the God and, of Thunder and Lightning. Played by Christopher Lambert or Lambert, I'm. We were discussing yeah. like how you say his last name. Um, he had a sore throat that he, day. He he really <laughs> needed a lozenge. Uh, Where's he taking her? To the Empress Castle, in the wastelands of Outworld, where I cannot follow. She has to accept the challenge, or there can be no final combat. I have nothing further to teach you, Liu Kang. Yeah. Yeah. He comes along and confuses them with words of wisdom um, i think i think just words, words. yeah <laughs> i think they have a hard time understanding them. i certainly, <laughs> I certainly struggled <laughs> just to digress real quick he, he was very distracting his yeah. voice was very distracting yeah maybe we um, should just stop and start talking about yeah. his voice oh, well, yeah. well well hold on it's all, we're almost done we're almost so done with the plot <laughs> we're almost done with the recap so they all fight right. a bunch of fights and mm-hmm. Liu kang fights shang Tsung, who is the 
the main bad, the main guy. bad guy who's also the boss on the game. Yep. Um, in a very anticlimactic fight, he beats Cheng Tsung, and then yeah. the movie ends with them back on Earth at the temple with lots of kids running around, and then, <laughs> and then like some storm clouds come and the temple blows up and. Skeletor and shows Skeletor. up. Or he looks like a mix between Skeletor and like if you've seen Army of Darkness, Bad Ash. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, and that and that's so obviously the lead into the sequel. Right. Setting you uh, up for the sequel. So yeah. that's the which there was one which has mm-hmm. a two percent Rotten Tomatoes yeah. rating. But um, all right, so Bracken, you wanted to talk about Christopher Lambert's voice. So, well, I'll back up even further. I am not familiar. I'm very much out of my element here. Uh, I am not into video games. I'm not into action, uh, like martial arts movies at all. This really wasn't one. Uh, And I was mostly excited about, the only thing I really was excited about seeing this movie was the cast. And, One of those people was Christopher uh, Lambert or Lambert. Yeah. Or I, I, I thought it was La- Lambert because I thought he was French, but I was told <laughs> I was told that he wasn't. So I've been living a lie. Uh, His name so, is Christopher Lambert. His name is Connor McLeod. So Christopher Lambert. Uh, I know him from Greystoke. I, I don't know him from Highlander, and unfortunately, I've heard over the years many great things about the first Highlander movie. Mm-hmm. Need to see it. We'll get, definitely see it soon. Uh, but I'm a little nervous about it at this point because I was so distracted by his voice, and I, I don't think I was That's the only one. That's not his regular voice. No, no. The entire time he was he's doing some ki- kind of. Well, it wasn't even it wasn't a even bane. bane, right? It was, it was a, scratchy. It was like a scratchy, snake-like, uh, hissy. Yeah. I don't know Maybe what it was. To sound like lightning. So, but I'll be honest. Like Maybe. I would, I would rather hear. Bane talk like that, right? And when Bane talks like Bane in right, the yeah, Dark Knight yeah. Rises, but. the the thing with Christopher Lambert for me is that he's playing Raiden, who uh, I can't remember from the the game, but I'm pretty sure he's Japanese. Um, he's wearing or uh, he's at least Asian. He's definitely wearing. He, he's wearing Asian, Asian garb. garb. He's got the wide brim like rice paddy hat, the sun hat. Um, and in the video game, that's one of his weapons. He throws it, right? Yeah. And, um, and lightning and stuff. Does, and he, he, does he have silver hair? Yeah, he has yeah, silver hair yeah. and everything. So okay. Christopher Lambert looks like Gandalf. He's um, Raiden the White. <laughs> yeah, Raiden the White, right? <laughs> yeah, and that, that was always distracting to me about this movie. Um, and then his voice, I mean, whatever. I don't he know. He sounds like. Marge's sisters yeah, from the, the Simpsons, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like a slightly masculinified, like a, yeah. like a, a yeah. male version. And of he that. has his kind of French accent, you know, along with it, his Swiss Swiss French accent. I don't know. So I should say, Bracken, one of the high, one of the hallmarks of the Highlander movies is that you've got this French sounding man as a Highlander, and you've got the Scottish man as the Spaniard. And so. <laughs> <laughs> And they sound like a Frenchman and a, and a <laughs> Right. They're backwards. They're mixed up. Yes. So, Bracken, this... I think everybody had seen this, right? Uh, all okay. of us but Bracken. Except Bracken. Okay. Have you seen it, Danny? I saw part of it. Okay. On TV. Yeah. So, Bracken. Yes. Gut reaction. What did you think? 
So not much of a story, and that's okay. It's a it's a action uh, martial arts movie, right? right. Uh, uh, I I honestly was I was a little disappointed by. So I I'm again back to the cast thing. Bridget Wilson, mm-hmm. I know her from Billy Madison, which also came out the same year. Uh, the other actress, uh, Talisa Soto, she mm-hmm. was also in License to Kill. Um, very beautiful, mm-hmm. um, married to uh, Benjamin Bratt, um, big fan. Uh, but this I, was sorry, go ahead. But I, their performances were all very stilted, like, and I think that was the direction. Mm-hmm. And it was also, I mean, th- there's not much depth to the characters, right? Yeah. It's really, it's kind of putting you through the the uh, numbers to okay, we're gonna have another fight scene and and whatnot. And I didn't feel like the the, the fight scene, you know, there was a lot of fight scenes, which was great that that delivered, but they, I didn't find them super. There was impressive. nothing special about the fight scenes. Yeah, there no. wasn't anything great, uh, and you, many, many of you mentioned that they weren't true to the the video game. After yeah, the e- every character in the video game has their special moves, and we only got we to see, like, see two a, a very them? small handful two or of, three them. of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, that was the most disappointing thing for me, honestly. Yeah. Like in 1995, I was a junior in high school, I uh-huh. think. And so it was still fresh in my mind, you know, Mortal Kombat and everything. Right. And then watching that, there's nothing. It's there's, like there's everything that you love about Mortal Kombat isn't yeah, in them. Exactly. In the yeah. Movie. Yeah. They should have, they should have stuck with the goriness and violence and made it R. It would have been, <laughs> it would have been a better film. Like, I think they could have done it and not been rated R. I mean, like, I don't think it was the gore. It was just like, you know, do some more of the no moves. Payoff. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. I mean, it's been a long time since I've played, but doesn't Kano have like a laser in his, that red eye? I don't remember. Um, he was wasted. Yeah. Doesn't he, ha- he has a hatchet or something, if I remember. I yeah. Know, it's been a long yeah. time. It's been a really long time, but he, his character was wasted in this film. Yeah. Though I'll say, I'll say as far as the performances go, Kano was one of the more uh, charismatic yeah. performances. Uh, I mean, most of the other people were so flat and deadpan i mean i felt like i was watching one of the star wars prequels sorry (laughs) 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 which my argument against those is that uh natalie portman um everybody around in the uh star wars prequels was directed to tone down their acting so that uh hayden christensen's poor acting would shine a little more (laughs) that's my theory People can hate me for it. That's okay. He just hated sand. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah, Kano and Johnny Cage, I think, were the only people with any sort of charisma in yep. the movie. That's true. Um, Sonya, what's uh, the actress's name? Shang Tsung was pretty... Oh, he was really over the top. Uh, the, yeah. The, the, the actress who played Sonya was yeah. Bridget Wilson. Bridget Wilson. Sa- or Bridget I mean, Wilson Sampras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bridget Wilson, like, you, I would have expected more from her. Yep. Uh, she was very flat. Um, yes, Danny? <laughs> Danny has his hand Danny's, raised. Danny's raising his hand. He's, he's. It was supposed to be Cameron Diaz. Oh yeah. But she hurt her wrist during. Where was Cameron Diaz in her was uh, it the, career at this? Was she, it the mask? The mask was her first movie. Yeah. So was this before or after the mask? I don't know. I'm so not sure. But uh, well, it, 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 I can't see her fighting. No, no, I, 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 I can't. <laughs> hey, I mean, she's in Charlie's well, Angels. So Bridget Wilson did. <laughs> okay, you're, do not, all you're making my point here. 
Bridget Wilson did do all of her mm-hmm. own stunts. She wanted to do all of her own fighting, so yeah. she was adamant about that. From what I from what I've read online, yeah. Um, well, she did have to lift up that huge flashlight on her gun. <laughs> so she was getting ripped. She had some serious guns. But, but, uh, oh man. Yeah, I mean, I I was hoping for more more from her. Uh, yeah. yeah, the guy who plays Shang Tsung, he was very kind of over the top, and he spoke very slowly, and moved his mouth around a lot. Yeah, and his face, like, his do you feel like he like he, very he did, expressive? Like ninety percent of his acting was with his face, like he would scrunch it up and. I'm coming for mortal combat. So, I'm yeah. twisting my face up. You can't see me, but it was really impressive. <laughs> I thought Shang Tsung was here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for your soul. <laughs> <laughs> your soul is mine. <laughs> so the, the fighting was bad. One one thing about was, the fighting was, so I read online that Paul W.S. Anderson was the director and mm-hmm. he had no experience filming fight scene so what he did is he would shoot the the first fight sequence in wide continuous shots which ultimately would wear out the entire cast right that you know they have to do the whole entire thing so after multiple takes the actors were completely exhausted it kind of shows <laughs> yeah and so they they basically told anderson that the, the secret of the trade which is you've got to break it down and, and do you know close-ups and break up the, right. the sequence so you can cut away so that they're not having to do the entire sequence all at the same time and, yeah. and get, get exhausted. So well, it's kind of a learning curve there. Yeah. So somebody who brought it up, well, I guess Nate brought it up, why does it always look, why are they always fighting in slow motion except that it wasn't like they fought in regular speed and played it back in slow motion? They're actually like, Pretending to yeah. fight yeah. in slow like, motion, it's like when you're fighting with your friends as a kid. Right. And it was like, why is this? I mean, the movie opens to that. Well, no, no, it doesn't. It, you know, the New yeah. Line Cinema opens with the yeah. epic theme song. Yeah. And then, then it goes straight to Shang Tsung killing Liu Kang's brother in slow motion. Yeah, that's but right. It's, but it's yeah, like yeah, it, it wasn't filmed in regular motion and slowed down. It was yeah. And I guess you could get away with that because it was. Spoiler alert, it's Liu Kang's dream, but like, still. Yeah, but it's not the only time it happens. But it happens several times. <laughs> it happens all throughout the movie. Yeah. Well, this movie was made for t- about $20 million. Oh, that's a, that's a, not a huge budget. Yeah, that's pretty low. Not pretty, but, and yeah, we were t- just discussing the, we the movie we saw. Laughing, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, we've, we've looked at an, other movies that have been made for similar amounts. That's right. And, um, this, this shows like there's a lot more on the screen than, oh, yeah, than some yeah. of the other ones that we've seen. So 20 million and this movie made bank, yes. this movie, uh, basically had the biggest, uh, at this time, uh, box office for premiere in August of a year next to the fugitive, I think. Mm-hmm. And it made 120 million worldwide. So, it made back, you know, six times the budget. It made a lot of money. Well, and this this is why he married Mia Jovovich. Yeah. Obviously because of this movie. But also, this is why you have the Resident Evil series. Yep, he directed movies. the Resident He's Evil movie. He's got Monster Hunter. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think. What Alien vs. Predator. Alien vs. Predator. So, a ton of them, right? Like, yep. this kind of kicked off, like, he could make money, basically. Right. Which doing is, video game movies. Doing video game. Which not, other like, people not have great, not been successful. But, like... I would say he's in a different class than Uva Bowl. Yes. Uva Bowl's like, I don't, I, yeah. So, <laughs> well, I'm sure we we'll should, do an we Uva Bowl. We should watch an Uva Bowl movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll do one eventually. 
did he direct Annihilation? There's a Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, I don't think he did. And that one, so this one had like a forty or thirty-eight percent Rotten Tomatoes score, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation has a two percent score, and so you're probably wondering why we didn't do that one, but uh, it was because Bracken hadn't seen it, and we didn't want to get lost in the deep lore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to confuse things. No. <laughs> so, uh, I was just gonna I was gonna bring up the the special effects, the visual effects. Uh, actually, the special effects and visual effects, um, which, in case people don't know the difference, special effects are the practical effects. It's things like puppets and things that and explosions and things that are really there on set, and visual effects are ones that they do with a computer. And this one has both of them. Uh, this came out in 1995, which is two years after Jurassic Park, which had amazing visual effects. Um, four years after... Um, Terminator 2 which had amazing visual effects um, it's the same year as uh, Toy Story the first feature length animated film I heard that was a pretty good movie <laughs> I think it won it's some awards or something yeah, yeah. but uh, did this one have visual effects that, that lived up to those <laughs> so I think <laughs> let's talk about the boat for a moment <laughs> Because it is a set piece for yeah. about 10, 15 minutes, right? Right. So this is how all of the characters get to... It's a little confusing. Shang Tsung's island somewhere. Yeah, yeah which might be on Shang Earth, Tsung's... but also seemed like they went through some kind of portal. Is it the original Fire Festival? Probably. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, right. Yes. Um, so it is. it looks a little bit like the Black Pearl, but with way too many sails. Yeah. Like lots of ropes and so chains. many masts, and they're all shredded. Well, and it, it had a it had a, definitely had a Chinese. Yeah, it's a dragon. It did have a, a dragon. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like a chunk, a junk. Yeah, right. Yeah. A Chinese like, junk, like a junk, but it had like pirate ship sails. Right. Which was yeah. Kind right. Of right. <laughs> but it had kind of like the you know like pirate sails have like the giant billowing sails. This right. had the more traditional like more. It almost looked like like Venetian blinds right. kind of yeah. sails. Right. Mm-hmm. All shredded. Everything's covered in moss and everything's <laughs> rotten, and this is the ship that they that they travel on. But we were all commenting; it looked like a high school production of some kind of like I, I don't know, of, yeah. Pirates of Ben Dance or something. <laughs> right. like. They got on the boat at Welder's Bay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting. I just saw about that. So they filmed that at an abandoned Kaiser steel mill. So I think. That's why all the sparks. The was it abandoned though? Because yeah, that I mean, was in full lot. production. <laughs> At the dock where they go, there was like a thousand people yeah. making sparks everywhere. So much welding. Welding. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was probably for 45 minutes in the intro. Every single scene, we were like kind of just joking like, oh, look, there's another welder in the background. But like literally every scene until they get on the boat is somebody's welding in the background. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah. They were working on the boat. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And then the boat never sways like they're on the ocean. It's just like flat, and the only thing that's moving is the water, which is just dry smoke. Ice it's smoke. dry ice smoke on the ground. <laughs> you know, uh, you like, can almost hear like the 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 crew the like pulling the boat across the stage. 
But yeah, well, uh, Ben and I were talking that it felt like we were watching a play. Yep. Because the lighting was very like a stage yeah. production in this scene, and the boat didn't rock. Yep. Uh, none of you. If you hadn't seen them board the boat, you wouldn't think they were on a boat. You wouldn't even know they were on right. a boat. Especially when they go downstairs into the room that has all of these chains hanging from the ceiling. Which aren't swaying. Yeah, no swaying chains. It's like every 18 inches, there's a chain hanging down almost to the ground, and they're all covered with moss. And you guys clearly aren't sailors, because that's just normal. <laughs> that's the way that I see. Well, and also, he's from Outworld, which they cut to a few times. I didn't see any water. It's all just barren wasteland. <laughs> right. So maybe it's just been sitting there for a while. So the lighting is, you know, they used a lot of blue light, right? Oh, and it, yeah. it was very much of the 90s. I felt like it was 21 Jump Street meets mm-hmm. the X-Files. Yeah. Very much that kind of vibe. Uh, set, you know, set at nighttime. So there's a lot of shadows on people's faces. Kind of like a noirish kind of feel. But then there'd but be other Very moments, harsh blue, yeah. Very harsh mm. blue, like... Blue faces, yeah. you know, uh, uh, and that that all added to the. It feels like it's on a stage, right? You know, it felt yeah. like stage lighting. Yeah. So I recently watched the um, the movie version of South Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure when that came out, but I f- it reminded me of that because I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, you're, you know, I wouldn't make us watch it for the show, but like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's a classic. It, it wouldn't be on the show. So, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. So, I fell asleep during it, and I woke up, and I was very confused with all these characters I didn't know. But, uh, so there's the French dude, and the girl is going to wash him out of her it, Raiden? hair. It, it's, it's Raiden's, it's Raiden's grandpa. So, <laughs> so, anyway, they're having the conversation, and then when things, when she's very happy and light, like, the whole screen is just yellow. Yeah, they very just Very yellow. Yeah, I, I a feel gel like right over it. Yeah. I feel like yeah, it's like they just put the yellow cell in there, and then there was the blue cell for right. when things were a little sadder. And I was like, telling my kids, I was like, Technicolor must have been like a real trip for these guys. Right. Like, <laughs> like, why would we go with just a regular lighting when we can go the yellow? And so yeah. this this the blue lighting in this reminded me of that because it was just so blue. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There was, I mean, along with the blue, that it was accented by candles. Well, the amber light. So it was right. Battlefield yes. Earth. It gives Battlefield Earth yeah. a run for money it on does. blue and amber. I feel like, though, the colors were so much more vivid in this than in Battlefield Earth. They were. I mean, it was like a sickly blue in Battlefield Earth and a sickly amber. Battlefield was almost like somebody just took like the tint slider on yeah, the film right. and just slid it towards blue. Whereas That's this right. is very consciously like, it's lit in blue. Yeah. Like, it has a very specific source. Yeah. Right. I didn't mind it though. It you know it gave it a little character. Yeah. It wasn't just black, rock and background. It kind of gave it a little character. So you know, I feel like it, they did. I mean, the lighting was actually interesting. It was it was well done. I wish that there would have been kind of more theme and thought to the color choices. Like, I mean, they could have lit people, certain people with certain colors or certain. I mean, it, my biggest problem with it is that it is blue through the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, it's like blue with a little bit of uh, amber uh, accent here and there. It's always the candles uh, countering the blue. And that's all. And so every scene, except for when they're outside during the day in a couple of shots, everything feels exactly the same. Yeah. Even when they go to the outworld, 
it's, it's, it's a lit exactly the same. It yeah. doesn't feel any different. The I, only indoor exception to that, I think, is when Johnny Cage fights Scorpion in the little... The first time. Yeah, when he gets pulled into that little portal thing, and then they're in that whole ladder, oh, that's ladder, right. ladder and bones that's right. place. Because yeah. then it was all red-orange. It was red-orange, but yeah. that was the only indoor Because it was a lava place. Yeah. So, speaking of the fighting and the and these other worlds, uh, we should probably get back to the, the special effects, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So, yeah, thank you. <laughs> the <laughs> visual effects. Uh, what about, there's a character in there called... <laughs> Reptile? Reptile, yeah. yes. Uh, what does he look like? <laughs> so Reptile, I, I guess, I from what I read, I didn't know anything, but yeah. he's a character that was supposed to come out in the next Mortal Kombat, in Mortal Kombat video 2. game, yeah. right? But that hadn't come out yet, and they the director did not know what he was going to look like. So they kind of had to pick this character and create him, but whether they, what, what happened? I'll, they I'll chose tell you. poorly. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I, it looks like somebody's five-year-old kid drew... Uh, a lizard they're like hey draw a lizard Mm -hmm. and and they drew it and they said that's perfect let's let's make this because it doesn't look like a lizard it looks i mean doesn't look like a dragon it looks like a kid trying to redraw randall from monsters Monsters incorporated yeah yeah he's kind of long scarier with a ball shaped head that looks like that plant from mario brothers that wants to eat you yeah. And he's got the ability to go invisible, right? And right. Kind of hide Thank like a goodness. chameleon, like predator. Which probably was because Save probably budget. helped because they like didn't know what he looked like, yep. right? And then there was a specific scene in the movie where it becomes what was the color? It wasn't green. blue. Everything was this weird green. Green. It was just green and black. And I, I seriously thought they had chosen this to kind of hide the fact that the special effects of this character of uh, the lizard was so bad that, that you just, don't want to see it. Yeah. It just kind of probably helped the budget to get this sequence done because he was fighting. And then that way you couldn't really see and tell how bad it was. Right. Kind yeah, of hit that. He totally did not fit in, in any way mm-hmm. in the film. There are some other visual effects shots of lightning bolts the and lightning stuff, is... which were okay, but they were, they really still felt um, they look like hand animated. Yeah, hand yeah, animated right. stuff. It, it was like Ghostbusters some, era. Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, or yeah. Back it's like the future. A right. whole decade earlier, it right. would have been. It would have been passable, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but it was. It's still kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Christopher Lambert's eyes. The lightning. Oh, yeah. There were a couple uh, shots where there was fire explosions. There was mm-hmm. like Hot animatronics. Lava. There were like five or six different. Not exaggerating. Five right. or six different kinds of special effects. And you just thought, oh, that's a different kind. You, it, they weren't crazy. <laughs> yeah, they were not congruous with, with one another. They, they just bought kind of... like the the fire special visual effects pa- uh, package, and it was like <laughs> six different ones for six different opportunities. And they said, let's put them all in there. Here, here's exactly. a grenade explosion with a gas bomb and <laughs> and white lightning and white and, lightning and fire and then yeah, yeah, crazy. So the visual effects were pretty disappointing but the special effects the practical effects uh in particular goro who is uh the four-armed i think he looks like thanos with four arms kind of his big head with the ariana grande um top knot top top knot knot, yeah and then the ninja turtles hands that's right ninja turtle (laughs) hands but they were consistent they definitely were yes yeah (laughs) so he always only had three fingers on each hand there was never an extra finger 
<laughs> you know? But anyway, uh, he looked amazing. Really, he was he was fantastic. Yeah. Like the, I mean, he looks a little janky now, right? Because right, hundred percent, he'd be replaced with CG now, right? Right, but I for an animatronic, mm-hmm. like the you can tell and, that this guy is wearing. You know, he's got his whole full body prosthetic, right? His yep. arms, obviously, he's wearing some his... kind of muscle suit. But literally, everything from the shoulders up is some kind of animatronic. The arms are independently the moving. Yep. Like, they, they've got gripping motions. The face, like, he was talking. And again, it, like, it's off. The right. audio's off. So it's not great. But, like, it was passable. Like, yep. I was like, yeah, that guy is talking. His He was emoting. Uh-huh. It was, I mean, it was really impressive for what they had. Yeah. They, they cut around it a little bit, but yeah, I mean, you, yeah. the fact that he's fighting uh, in arm-to-arm combat in some of these sequences is pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I feel like, his, since you mentioned Ninja Turtles, I think his I think his speaking was better than the Ninja Turtles, at least in their first one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He definitely spoke better than Christopher Lambert, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, mean, most of his... His uh, mouth moved uh, more. Most right. of his lines were just kind of roaring. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> True death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I mean, that looked great. Yeah. Um, and really, it 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 is a standout thing, I think, in this film. Yeah, Goro I, is. So I, it's been a while, but I watched a documentary about it, and it's really impressive all the effort that they put into it. And it would not surprise me if a significant portion of the budget went to that whole prosthetic oh, yeah. and making everything up. Cause I mean, you can tell like they put a lot of effort into that thing. Yeah. I read something about it being a million dollars, million dollars for totally the it. Goro. Yeah. yeah. I believe yeah. it too. And, yeah. He was pretty good. I mean, not perfect, but he was, no, no, he but, was good, but he was good. Certainly for the time. I mean, that's, there aren't many things, you know, better than that, that are like that at that time. Right. What did they spend more on? Goro or candles? Oh, candles. <laughs> candles, candles, for sure. Candles. Yeah. No doubt. Candles and so blue lights. so many candles. Yeah. yeah. Wow. $2 million went straight to the candle handler. They must have had at least a dozen. <laughs> the candler. The candle wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> you kept having, having to go light. light I was going to say, at least a dozen candle lighters, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of Johnny Cage? I really enjoyed his uh, the humor of the character. Right. right. He kind of was the character that kind of stood stood out a little bit, so... Um, it was kind of nice to have a little bit of those sides um, throughout the movie. Because, yeah, he was kind of the comic relief. Yeah, right? and not over the top, mm-hmm. but there was kind of a wink there to he, the, the camera. Yeah, from he time had to the time. little comical, uh, what do you call them, catchphrases or the little, little one-liners. One-liners, yeah. And there was that shot where he, there was a picture. His that sign. was great. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> he defeats Scorpion. <laughs> Scorpion <laughs> explodes. <laughs> And they're in the it's fire. Like a signed headshot <laughs> <laughs> to my ba- biggest fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he I, he was my favorite character in the movie because he was uh, aside from Kano and Shang Tsung, he was the only one that really emoted. He's the right. viewer in the movie. Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, he's, he to me he looks a little bit like Seth Myers, <laughs> but he's but <laughs> he's got but he's got the Tom Cruise vibe. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's supposed to be kind of like the Tom Cruise ish character, yeah. and yeah, he's. He he was a comic relief, but again, he was really he was the only one who had any charisma or really any development. Yeah, yeah. Sonya was just there to kill Kano. I mean, Kano. Yeah. I and we mentioned it already. Like, I thought Kano, his delivery of the character. I yeah. don't know who the actor was, but like, it, it's corny and over the top. But like, it, for me, it fit. Like, yeah. I bought it, and He's he was an interesting character at least. Of, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as he's sitting there complaining to Goro about how... I, I thought that was entertaining. He's like, did you see that? <laughs> that guy froze people and stuff. They got all these powers. How's that? That's not even a fair fight. I don't know what's going on here. And then Goro's sitting there listening to him, and Kano doesn't even realize that Goro is this giant with four twelve arms. foot tall dude. <laughs> yeah. Until <Yeah. laughs> he stands up, and he's like, "Oh." Well, then, then Kano's guy. response is just like Kano's response to it is he gets freaked out. Yeah, yeah. It, it catches him off. So yeah. many, so many reactions in this movie don't make sense. <laughs> yeah, but but Kano was pretty true to his. He's, he's freaked out. Yeah, even though he's seen. Sub Zero well, freeze a gun and break it. And... Right, but he's and he's saying like this is nuts. Yeah, uh, and Johnny Cage has a number of those too. There are right. sometimes you're like you didn't react to that. Like so, but... Johnny Cage does react more than most people to the weirdness of things, but it's never in the moment. It's always like two scenes later. You know, yeah. <laughs> he's like after they're done, he's like, did anyone see that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Something I found very disappointing was Goro is this great, but then his death is so lame. <laughs> because he I gets think... punched in the nuts? Yes. <laughs> That's not how we died. Could, could someone explain that fight? So, so, <laughs> so Raiden, <laughs> in his words of wisdom, <laughs> gives Johnny Cage... I don't know if it's off scene. It's like a stare. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, don't fight Goro, you won't win. He's, and and well, then he says, your problem is you always rush into a fight. <laughs> he's like, you never think about it. You always rush into a fight and then, without thinking. But then he rushes into the fight against Goro, and then Cage drops, does a split. First thing, again, they're like, fight. Punches him right in the sack, right in the beanbag, and Raiden's like, like broing up with the guy next to him. He's like, ah, yeah. almost like I taught him that. Right? Like, you're the god of lightning and thunder. Your power move is punch him in the sack. Like, come on. So Goro, Goro reacts exactly as he would expect. Right. <laughs> All four of his hands are like yeah. up and up. You know, whatever the business. And his eyes go huge. Like I'm telling you, they spent a lot of money on this animatronic. Right. And then. It ended a stupid fight where, like, it's literally like 30 seconds later and Cage just kicks him off the top of a mountain. Like, yeah. almost like he fell off. It wasn't like this it grand was, thing, like, I'm going to uppercut you off. It was like, oh, crap, I slipped. And then it was like, and then he's holding up with one hand. And Cage is like, this is the part where you fall down. Which is a hard get back to the opening, one of the opening scenes. But, like. Come on! He like, didn't. He didn't even have to step on his hand or no, his fingers no, to no. let him drop. He just, he just said it, and then he just lets go and he falls. And of course, like, okay, it's one of those bad drops, just yes. like out of Battlefield Earth, yeah. right? Yeah. Where yeah. it looks so yeah. bad, so, yeah. terrible. Yeah, green screen. Drop, so speaking yeah. of like catchphrases and moves, like for those of us who have played the games, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> do you think they overused some of the lines? Like they. Re- Again, the dialogue in in the game is like, finish him, Mortal Kombat, fight, uh, fight, <laughs> um, fatality, <laughs> get test, over here, yeah, test your mic. There's probably yeah. like ten spoken words in the yeah. entire game. How many of those did they use in the movie, and how many times did they Every lose that? Every single one, like, yep. yeah, one hundred percent. So, I guess just to harken back, so. Johnny's split punch is a move from the game. It yes. is. That's one of the few it special moves the few, from the yes. game that's that's in the movie. And but well, yeah, didn't Sonya do her upside down? Yeah, her, crush the head, her ankles around whatever. the neck. 
thing. Yeah. But I can't... She doesn't do it the way that she does it in the game. I don't even remember. Because I, I feel like... Doesn't she, like, hook her ankles and then, like, throw you? I think so. I, it's and been in so this, long. she just kind of, like, wrapped her ankles around his neck and then he fell down. And then she... Kano looked concerned and then yeah, dies. And then, <laughs> and then, and she, then she, like, twitches and you hear crack. Well, and it's and it's doubly bad because he's like, come on, give me a break. Yeah, <laughs> right. like, okay, and breaks his neck. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> and, uh, was he Australian? He I was, didn't a, get he was yeah, Australian. He was, oh, yeah. okay. yeah, he was also he was, Australian in the new movie. He was a convict. Yeah. But... Yeah. but uh, <laughs> Sorry, Australians. I know, we had, I know we had one Australian listener once. <laughs> oh, man. So, did it live up to the hype? Did it live up to the game and your memory? And if this, this was similar to me, like Solar Babies, right? Like, right. I had fond memories of it. I, pro- I don't think I've seen it since the yeah. first time or a couple times that I watched it. What did, what did you guys think? So, uh, I haven't seen it since it first came out, and... My memory of it is utter disappointment from the beginning. And this lived up to that. It held. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I remember... Um, so, dollar theaters. Yeah. So, I remember seeing it a bunch of times at the dollar theater, because it only cost a dollar, and we'd go and kind of make fun of it, because it was such a disappointment. But when it hit the dollar theater, you're like, well, it's a dollar. Right. right. Yeah. And so, we would. I saw it a bunch... Uh, never really liked it, but it was mm-hmm. it, it was fun to watch on the big screen. Yeah, and but yeah, it, it's as bad as I remember. And as you know, as a teenage kid, it's one of the few action movies that is not rated R that you can right. go and watch. Right, so which is crazy considering the source material, right? And how controversial yeah. and yeah, just drenched in bl- well, I mean, <laughs> it's really tame now, but yeah. like for its time, it yeah. was absolutely like taboo for how bloody it was. Yeah. The song, I think, was the most popular thing. That's right. The Mortal right. Kombat song. The theme yeah. song continues to be epic. It is. Yes. It is. In fact, is the in the new epic. movie, don't they have a remix of it? They do not. Oh, I thought I just read that they... Oh, maybe if it's they come did, out I in tandem it. with it. Okay. I don't know. Did you stay through the credits? Because it might have been a credit song. I don't think I did. Oh, no. okay. I was reading that the same people who did the original one did a remix Uh to go with this with the new release but it it they didn't say necessarily that it was in that it might have just been hey you know you know how some people might do a podcast about it yeah because it's timely because it came music inspired by the movie (laughs) mortal kombat who would do that (laughs) that's just a cash grab come on we're also looking for sponsors so Mortal Kombat, you want to sponsor us? <laughs> Give us a call. I know but, we've been making fun of product placement, but... Man. Right. We have nothing against it. <laughs> so, Bracken, what did you think? This, you know, your first experience, you don't have any fond memories to crush or live up to. Uh, yeah, I felt a little disappointed because the, the cast was pretty good, uh, considering and felt like it just fell a little flat. Um, not, not much of a story. Uh, you know, I, if I had to say, what would I recommend it to people? I'd probably say no, uh, just because I don't have any connection with the source material. I don't know any of the characters' names. I don't know <laughs> any of their fight moves or anything like that. So I'd probably just pass. That's disappointing. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but completely predictable. <laughs> That's what I am. I get that a lot. You bring up a good point about it's mainly for the fans who have played the mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I think so. I think it was definitely geared towards uh, probably young boys who've been used to playing the, the video game, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it obviously did well. It, yep. it hit the market. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure if I was a, a 12-year-old boy who had been playing it all the time and I wanted to go see this at the movies, I probably wouldn't have been disappointed in the least. I would have probably been excited to see all these characters and how they interacted and, you know, what kind of they fleshed out whatever, you know, minimal characteristics they had in the video game and thought, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, from a financial standpoint, I don't know this as a fact, but in going over it in my mind... I would bet that this is one of the best performing video game movies ever. Like, I mean, I can't think of any that, I mean, there are, there are some more recent ones, maybe the Tomb Raider movies. I don't know, but, uh, not a lot of movies. Uh, well, certainly not adjusted for inflation. Right. right? That's true. Yeah. Cause they, right. what, what did we say? 20 million was the budget and yeah. it grossed yeah. what? 120? 120 120 worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide. Okay. I think yeah. 70 and million that's domestic. Office. That's not even yeah. considering DVD and everything after that, which is you yeah. know, five times that. So it's like, uh, it did well. And it, I think, uh, you could say that it maybe is to blame for all of the video game movies. I don't know. I personally love video game movies, and I wish that they were better. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship <laughs> yes. with them as well. I, I have so much hope for them, yep. and 90% of the time they're absolute garbage yep. and just make me sad. So this came out the year after Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter the movie? The movie. Okay. So Street Fighter the movie was a huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we're probably going to watch it because yeah. it's a it's a terrible movie. It, that has Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme. It, no, but it, it has Jean Claude Van Damme as Guile, yes. the American in the game. Yeah. It's played, it's played <laughs> by someone from Belgium. So <laughs> so totally not like this movie. <laughs> so, but that I don't know. I don't. I didn't research that. I just just looked that up the, mm-hmm. the year it came out. I don't know anything okay. else about like how it performed. But I think this one may have been popular and probably had repeat viewings because mm-hmm. street fighter was so bad right and then people are like well this one wasn't as bad as street fighter or this one was fun because it was fun right it just wasn't very good and i would think that that that, that its relation to street fighter probably also plays into how it how it did yeah it, yeah and it only took an entire generation of time to lapse before they said hey let's do it again let's do this again <laughs> everything's cyclical man right yeah <laughs> I, I heard that originally steven this is just a random bit of mm. trivia i heard originally steven spielberg was supposed to make a cameo appearance in the movie as the as the director you know oh yeah at the beginning in. oh that the, yeah oh but, my gosh but that absolutely didn't i mean happen, that guy's right? dialogue it, it made me want to throw up He's like, Johnny Cage is walking off, and he's like, Johnny Cage, don't! I'm going to be back selling... Or at the, be directing traffic! Yeah, directing traffic! <laughs> and I was like, what kind of director talks to his <laughs> stars like that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so desperate for you. Hungry ones. Yeah, yeah. So, for, <laughs> for, so for, in context, like, that's how you meet Johnny Cage. Yeah. You see him in a fight, and then it turns out that that's a scene in a movie he's shooting. Yeah. 
and he's disappointed <laughs> in his cast members and yeah. who don't know when to fall down. To be fair, though, without that poor <laughs> fight scene, we would not got the payoff that we did with Gora. <laughs> <at the end. laughs> this Pulls is the part where you fall down. It was that's called foreshadowing. <laughs> right. Turns out this is a master class in storytelling. <laughs> All right, so Ben. Yeah. Uh, well, unless anyone else has anything else to say, like uh, nope. Ben, where would you put this on our on the ranking? On the rankings. So uh, I would put this. I feel like this one is, although it's a bad movie, it's it's actually not a horrible movie uh, uh, from the spectrum that we usually watch. I would put it just to the left of. Um, of solar babies but still on the don't watch side but just like right on the line that's where i would put it i would totally agree with that that i enjoyed watching it right where some of the other movies we watched it's painful right nobody had fun and it's tough to talk about but this one would like we were genuinely having fun the whole time like we were making stupid remarks and like oh my gosh i remember that but it's not good but mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't be talking about it if it was good. But right, <laughs> um, I I enjoyed it. I still had fun with it. So it's it's definitely not a bad bad movie. Right, it was a good bad movie. That's right. I think I kind of liked Solar Babies slightly more just oh, because yeah. the cast was a little bit more Dynamic? interesting. Yeah. yeah, and there was a I remember the character with the the hawk or the right. owl yeah. and, and some of those things that kind of stood out that were kind of memorable. And I I think I remember. That it had some merit a little bit. It had a little bit more humor yeah. than this one did, but close in that range. Yeah, I mean, not not splitting hairs. Do you if know they had brought over Tree Jesus? Would that have been the movie for you? <laughs> <laughs> if Darstar was in this, yeah. I might have done it. <laughs> Do you know yeah. just just to say it, since you were talking about this, there are characters that are memorable, scenes that are memorable in uh, Solar Babies. Just here we are whatever 45 minutes since we watched this movie and in my memory of it is already fading right uh, like i'm yeah. trying i don't remember a lot of it and uh that's a good point interesting a little yeah. bit of a fever dream it's, yeah. it's, well i mean it's just generic martial arts mm-hmm. in different spots with a lot of candles i mean yep. i would say so i feel like i'm with uh ben and baraka on this because it, it, you know, push comes to shove. I would watch this again before I would watch Solar Babies again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think it's I think it's good straddle on that line because if you have kids you don't want to take to see an R-rated Mortal Kombat movie, but but they're excited to see a Mortal Kombat movie, you could show them this, and, right? And they would probably still have fun with the whole Mortal Kombat thing, yeah. Um, without without you know, if you have any sort of moral quandaries with taking your children to see R-rated films, right? And so. Yeah, so I would say I put it right there on the line of right on the don't watch it side, but it's definitely something you could do if you're if uh yeah, if you had tweens or teenage kids that you didn't want to see the already one with the better effects. I I mean, I watched that first 7 minutes on YouTube and I was like, wow, this is already better. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh I'm going to update our graphic and I think because three of us were on the side, we'll put it on the left side of Solar Babies. 
Um, if you want to see the graphic yourself and follow along, you can follow us uh, on Instagram and Twitter at BMWR Podcast. Uh, you can also contact us directly. How do they do that? By email at bmwrpodcast at gmail.com. Send us yeah. your suggestions. Yeah. For future shows. Tell us how wonderful we are. If you tell us that we suck, you know, it'll probably just go to spam and we'll never see it. So. <laughs> Don't yeah, waste your time. We've got a filter. <laughs> it's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all the hate mail. <laughs> so, but... Uh, we, you know, I uh, just a plug for future episodes. We have a great two part coming up. Yep, our um, next next week's episode yep, is the, the first part. It's part one of of uh, Troll Two, one of the epic it bad is a movies. Masterclass. It is a beautiful movie. We we have a lot to discuss on this one. It's over two episodes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, hopefully this hopefully this helps you in your decision to watch the new Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> <laughs> they only share a name. <laughs> Before we end, does anyone want to give a shot at yelling the Mortal Kombat song theme? The two lyrics of the song? Exactly. <laughs> Who's going to give it a shot? Not me. You... It's gotta be. It's gotta be Nate. <laughs> well, before you do that, I just want to ask people to let me know how do you pronounce Christopher Lambert's last name? Is that yeah, Lambert us... or Lambert? I really, I really am confused now. I want to know. Maybe we'll okay. make a poll. That's right. We'll do a poll. Let's just vote on it, and whoever is Christopher Lambert, the Chinese god of thunder, a French guy, or an American guy who's been smoking too long. You decide. <laughs> Take us out, Nate. <laughs> so we want to like. Mortal Kombat! Love it. Kano. <laughs>